Hello and welcome to episode 372 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for May 7th, 2022. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? Uh, There's a lot going on this week, Dan, uh, but I know it's this rainy weekend that we yeah. got here. Uh, rain a couple of days ain't cool, man. You're going from like nice, warm, 70 degrees, almost 80 degrees sometimes, um, weather to... I don't know what it is, but I know um, my tits are freaking hard, so I know it's uh, pretty cold. <laughs> it's uh, like somewhere in the 50s. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, and, and Mother's Day weekend, so happy Mother's Day to every to all the um, women um, out mm. there, and or mothers, I say this woman. Well, some people, or people who act like mothers, you know, <laughs> some people who do jo- both jobs, maybe, um, mm-hmm. the fathers out there who are mothers and fathers, or, you know, just like on Father's Day, I always say that, like mothers who... Do both jobs also, uh, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Uh, well, be belated by by time you hear this, but yeah. But happy Mother's Day! All right, but uh, oh yeah, and then you have the this week, you know, the big thing, um, the leak, the Supreme uh, Justices, um, with the Roe versus Wade. That's huge. Uh, somebody snitched, Dominic. Yeah, some somebody did it. Um, but uh, thing is, um, I, I probably most likely I'm on more of the uh pro-choice side than a pro-life side but um people of pro-choice might not agree with my views that i think it should um be extended to when we can choose to abort the fetus um because i think it should be until they're at least like three to four years old until you can you feel like you don't want this kid no more because maybe the kid (laughs) might, might be ugly and you're like, uh, this is not going to work out. This is I'm not going to be good. Ugly kid, and then, and or it might be like, you know, the omen, and it's a demon inside. What, <laughs> what age was it when they found out it was a demon inside? Because then you got to, oh, I don't want this kid anymore. We have to uh, get rid of it. It'll be done humanely, you know. You're right. It's probably better than handing them over to the Catholic Church, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, so I think I, that's what I, that's what I want. I want that to be ratified to be like, hey, look, even after it's technically born, you know. Let's say, um, yeah, maybe, or maybe we find out it's left-handed. You know, when when do you usually find out when they're they write the right hand, left hand, but maybe like four, maybe. You think I was four is a good say, thing? Probably once they start writing. So yeah, so know, then you'd be like, oh no, I don't. Poor. They don't want this evil baby who's left-handed. It's like no, no, we got, we got to go. Who's gonna shop at the leftatorium down? Like yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't even know that place is still open. Okay, keep Ned Flanders in business. So I think so. Uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be out there picking in, but I'll be having a sign like that. I'll be I'll probably. Be, um, just one of me <laughs> out there, like, <laughs> it's like, hey, yes, it's a ratify it. Yep, you and Carbon's mom. <laughs> but she right. also just misunderstood. Yeah, she just what so she start. Well, what she say? Um, adoption was yeah. adoption. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she thought it was adoption. Uh, all right. So, what is it? Let's go into sports, I guess. Uh, Orioles, they've been doing okay. They won ten games so far. Huh? Uh, what is it? Ten and sixteen, I think, or something, something along those lines. Uh, so yeah, they're kind of middle of the pack. They didn't play last night because of the rain. Yeah. Um, and thank you, yeah, they're they're not the worst team because the worst team, I believe, unless Cincinnati won last night, they had only won three games yeah. so far this season. And the Nats are actually behind the Orioles and wins. Oh wow! They only won nine games. And uh, so I was like, oh, wow, the Orioles are actually have more wins than the Nats. I wonder when last time 
that has happened. <laughs> I mean, well, actually, it's been probably happened like early in the yeah. year. It's probably happened, but then by then, like First by the time it gets to the end of the year, <laughs> they'll be like probably like twenty to thirty games ahead as far as wins. Yeah. But yeah, it, the Orioles they like they don't look horrible. Like they they're not I meaning they're not good or anything, but they're also not as bad as they were the last three, four years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're not that horrible. Um, like, they're, at least the pitching seems better, and the bats seem to be coming more alive. But I think that's happening in all the MLB, too. Like, I think the bats are coming more alive for everybody. So, and, yeah, I guess, and maybe that park. The park probably helped out, too, with some of the long balls. Because I see some balls get out there into that gap area, you know. It's good, like, when it hits the wall. And, well, if the Orioles get a hit, it hits the wall or something, because now you might can get a double out there. Um, mm. Or in rare occasions, a triple. But yeah, it's it's been fun like watching some of these games uh, I've been seeing. So I was like, yeah, this this team is actually I actually enjoy watching. Until I probably get middle of the season, then I'll be like, oh man, we just suck, and then I'll just be watching. Um, what what is else is there? WNBA. I watch WNBA. Oh, that that starts. I think that still starts today. Oh, and nice. I know they had some things for Brittany Griner, like they support her. I'm just like, damn, I forgot she's still over there, isn't she? Yeah, I she's saw still something in- about like her status got changed or something so now they're moving on trying to get her back like more solidly because like it wasn't a crime we got to do a trade we got to do a trade like we trade these people like on the bridge like in that tom hanks movie that came out <laughs> years, some years ago we got to trade a prisoner or somebody, got, whatever, somebody like a Russian prisoner. i feel like we don't have anybody to trade with them that's what i'm saying do we have anybody i mean it's probably somebody we don't know Gonna send Ovechkin. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna trade Ovechkin. That's what they're gonna do. Hell, I don't even know. Yeah, the playoffs start for hockey too. Actually, let me see. Is Ovi even playing? I already got injured, but I don't know what his injury was. Mm. Alexander Ovechkin. Oh man, I hit the wrong thing. I put Ovechkin Putin by accident. So you know that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Alex Ovechkin on losing game two, five to one. Shit happens. Move on. That's what he said. Oh, okay, maybe he did play. Yeah, maybe he did play. Darren, I didn't even know the Caps played yet. Somebody, I didn't even know they played. Uh, what is the play? Let me look, let me see what is going on in hockey. Man, have been on this website since what last year? Uh, <laughs> since they were in it. All right. Uh, oh, so they the Capitals are tied one to one against the Florida Panthers, and. So okay, so they won. Okay, so they won one. So that's good. Uh, what else we got here? We got the you got your Tampa Bay Lightning. They're um they're losing two to one to Toronto. Oh mm. Daniel, they might not because they won two years in a row. They might not do it this year, Daniel. Can't get that three peat. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? We got Pittsburgh top one to one against New York. The Bruins are down against Carolina. Come on, Boston can't be down against a Carolina. What is, you got Edmonton what, being what is LA. the Carolina team? What'd you say? What is the Carolina team? Uh, I think it's the is it the Hurricanes. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, the Hurricanes. All right. Uh, is there a disaster of a team? <laughs> you got the St. Louis Blues losing to Minnesota. That should happen. Uh, you got Colorado beating. I don't know. This looks like a saber tooth tiger. The Predators. Uh, where's the Predators at? 
Nashville. Yeah, they should beat them. Can't have no Nashville. Like, when <laughs> it's a damn hockey game. And Dallas and Calgary are tied. Calgary better get on that. All right. So, yeah. So, that's your Stanley Cup playoffs. I know we got a lot of uh, um, hockey fans who listen to the podcast. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> lost them years ago, Dominic. Yeah. Um, basketball, what, uh, what's going on there? Everybody's tied one to one. Well, at least one, not, not everybody's tied one to one, but it's like everybody, nobody's going to get swept. Put it like that. There's, there is these two to one. Yeah, it's two to one or one to one because as a right down, because some people haven't paid their third game yet. But yeah, so there will be no sweeps that are happening. I know for Philadelphia, Embiid is back. He had a orbital fracture. That's what his problem. So he was really Ooh. sensitive to light and stuff too. So that's why he there was no you know time table because they didn't know how you know mm-hmm. he was gonna feel. But he got a mask on and he did okay. Like he didn't take he didn't play great, but hey, um, Miami didn't play great either. Like they were pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they ran away with it at the end. The the Sixers, but like it was like a bad shooting night for both teams because it was low scoring for compared to for today's NBA, it was very low scoring. If this was back in the nineties, hey, it would been pretty good. They've been pretty good, or, or the early two thousands. Uh, but yeah, what else? Uh, I think that's pretty much it in sports. Um, anything else happen? I don't watch golf. Uh, I don't know. There's some small tennis match tournaments going on. <laughs> Not the big one. Uh, I don't. Lacrosse is happening. Actually, I don't know if Merlin won, but I I know they were beating Hopkins and like the was it the semifinals? Was it or the quarterfinals? One of it. Let me see. It's actually one. I'm actually curious about that. The men's lacrosse. Number one, Maryland. Because they're undefeated. They haven't lost a game, Maryland. Oh, wow. And then men's lacrosse. Cruises to 16-11 win against John Hopkins. Okay. So, I don't what my other women's lacrosse team is doing. I always find it weird because they don't wear helmets. I'm guessing nobody gets hit in the head. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, never, I never got that. Because I'm like, wait, wait a minute. Um. I mean, in the men's, you're not supposed to hit the head either. But why do they get to be like? How do the women play that they don't hit each other in the head like that? They're ladies, Dominic. <laughs> I guess I'm just glad they're not wearing skirts anymore. I always thought it was weird. I mean, I know some people would probably be like, "Oh, they like that because they're pervs." But I always <laughs> found that weird. Like when I found out, like women, oh, women basketball players used to wear skirts. It's like that's fucking weird. Why are you wearing a skirt? It's like. So you can see on the old standard definition televisions for women. <laughs> that was the only way. Um, I don't. They're sixteen and one. Hmm. The women's lacrosse team. Um, I don't know where they at in the tournament or anything, but they're good. <laughs> I know that. So, hey, uh, go them. All right. So, any wrestling news? Anything big happening? Nothing big that's happening right now. No. Yeah. Well, we're going to get more into wrestling stuff because we got the AEW game stuff to talk about. Yeah. The video game. All right. So we're going to skip what we've been watching because Daniel hasn't watched Moon Knight yet, even though he yeah. must be a big Marvel fan. He didn't even see Doctor Strange yet. No. It's freaking ridiculous. Same. At least I saw some of it bootleg. I've, I've seen, I feel like I've seen a decent amount of it on Twitter, unfortunately. On Twitter? Oh, okay. There have been so many clips people have been posting on there. 
But um, I, I just the bootleg copy I, I was looking at. I just want to see what the quality was. It was actually mm. actually okay. It was mm. actually okay. But I think I don't know. I'm trying to go see it today. But if I don't see it today, I don't care. I'm watching the bootleg, so I don't give a fuck. Mm. Um, but I'm hearing okay stuff from it. Not like it's super great, but I'm hearing like mixed. Like some people really liked it, and some people said it was. Uh, the dialogue's not so good, but some people really uh, like Sam Raimi. They're big Sam Raimi fans, which uh, I don't know. I don't know what his style is. I mean, I, I see some of his movies other than Spider-Man. Um, he did Frighteners, right? Uh, that sounds right. That's probably my favorite Sam Raimi movie. Well, I guess Spider-Man 2 is, but then Frighteners. Yeah. Let me see. Frighteners, Frighteners, Frighteners. No, it was Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. <laughs> oh, well, never mind then. I, I, I don't like a single Sam Raimi. Yeah, I only like Spider-Man 2 because I, I didn't watch Evil Dead. I don't know yeah. any other Sam Raimi movies. I don't either. Any good ones anyway. What was the... Was it what he did? Like, was that Evil Dead? Was that the new Evil Dead he did? Yeah. <laughs> no. Wait a minute. Did he do the new Evil Dead? I thought he like EP'd it or something. I don't yeah, think he, he did something with it. Yeah. I knew he was. I saw his name attached in some way. I'm trying to think. I look at all the movies he's done. He did Oz. Oz was his movie. Oh yeah, he did Oz Great and the Powerful, the one with James Franco, right? Yeah, yeah. That one. I mean, it wasn't horrible, but I it definitely I don't remember it either though. And I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd seen none of these. Don't breathe. I didn't see that. That's twenty sixteen. Uh, the quick and the dead. And wow, that has some famous people in that familiar. one. It was uh Leonardo DiCaprio, um Sharon Stone, Gene Russell Hackman. Crowe, Gene Hackman. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've definitely heard about that though. I yeah, fifty percent of Rotten Tomatoes. Movie. The GIF that. Actually, I think I actually seen that one. I did not know Sham Ramy did that movie. That's the one with the guy from Sonic, right? Where he's like got the box and if you press the button it kills a random person or something. Uh the person of Sonic? No, I mean not. he must be that's not. That's what to say. <laughs> I'm trying to think Uma. what that movie's called. Twenty twenty two. Oh, that's coming out the this year. <laughs> You can't I'll release two movies in the same year. No, it came out this year, March 18th. I don't remember it. I remember seeing the trailer for it. I didn't know it came out. But he why his name his name not his name isn't it's not attached to this. Why is this up here? I hate when Google do that. I mean, unless he is he a producer or something on it? He's a producer on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's see, what is he got going on? Did he do Jungle Book? No. no. Was he a producer on that too? Um, let's see. Do, 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 do. I hate the way IMDB is now. It makes it so hard to find things. Jungle Book. I am getting nothing for Jungle Book when I search on here. Was he a producer IMDb. of the Flintstones? Well, I don't know why. Oh okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Only Viva Rock, Rock Vegas or whatever. Only the sequel. Yeah, I think I think at the point where they're just putting up movies. Cause I see Tom <laughs> Cop, <laughs> and I don't see no name to that. All right, whatever. Um, yeah, I guess. 
Yeah, I think Sam Raimi's just a cult thing, man. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that's all I'm going to think now. <laughs> just like, it's not like he's, I mean, not that he's a bad director. It's just that it's not, when people say like, oh, I, yeah, I love Sam Raimi. I, now that I, I finally look at his list of movies, I'm thinking like, yeah, these movies yeah. ain't really big. I only hear he's you talk about definitely niche. Yeah. It's people that were super into Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness and all those. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was like, I, a lot of these movies I really watched. Dark Man, I remember that movie. I remember, I didn't Is that the one with Liam Neeson? Yeah. I didn't realize he did that one. And Danny Elfman did the music. I love Danny Elfman. <laughs> all right. So, where are we at here? So, we're going to what we've been playing. So, I'll go ahead because the okay. game, we played a game that was the same. Trek to Yumi. We were talking about that. All right. So, I beat Patona 5 finally. Finally oh, was over. You. And I'm so glad the ending wasn't too long, like this the post dialogue and all this stuff saying goodbyes. Um, it was sad, but it was pretty cool too. I wonder are they gonna do any other games with these same players from Sony Five? Because he like people really love these guys. Because I see like I hear more about these um, characters from from Persona series more than any other one. And I think a lot of people like this as their favorite. It seems like I don't know if that's like a consensus thing. I know from a guy. Who I used to work with, who's a big fan of the series, he did like Persona Five the best mm-hmm. of them. So I was like, oh okay, so that's 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 good that they're actually getting better. It's not like oh this one's better than this one, like you know later ones that they actually yeah. keep it Go going. Go back to Persona Four, the original. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I mean I'm sure they are, but I wonder like what's the consensus of Persona fans like with the Persona Five, or uh, or maybe Persona Five just got to more people. Maybe it got because hey, I played it and that's the first and only one I ever played. I still and I got Persona Four because it's on PC now, and I, I just reminded myself just right now that I have that game that I like. I really should go play that and try it out. Where anyway, yeah, it was the game overall was good, man. I mean, this is this was a Persona game, and with some elements of Dynasty Warriors. Just elements. It's like it's not really that game. So that's why I like how unique it is. That I really feel like I just played like a another chapter in the Persona Five series. Also, I played Halo Firefight when I was doing the podcast because I heard about the we talked about the update. Mm-hmm. Um, they were having. Did we talk about that? I thought we did. Okay, maybe we did. I mean, I know I read it. I forget we talked about it, but they had the update where in Firefight you could get the um, what they called. I'm about to call them locusts. Um, the flood. The flood can be in Firefight now. Like they have like a mode where. There's a whole bunch of flood just come after you instead of just you know the uh, covenant guys, mm-hmm. or you can get a mix. I think you can mix them up. It's, I didn't realize the customization they added to this. Like you could do so much in Firefight, and to make it like your own game, you could add like, hey, you use these type of guns, or you get oh, infinite cool. ammo, infinite health, or just infinite lives. You still die, but infinite lives. You could do mm-hmm. a whole lot of shit in that game. And I was just playing that um, by myself. I don't. I don't know if they have a playlist. They used to have a playlist where you could just join random people. I think they still do. They might still do. I'm not sure. But most of the games, you know, they have to invite people. You know, you have to just invite friends to play with you. Yeah. For that matter. I'm um, hoping that in Halo Infinite, they get to a point where you, when they do add freaking co-ops, you know, to the game, it just you can actually be with random people, like just join people. Uh, but I don't know when the hell that's going to happen. 
but yeah, but that that was cool. It was it was fun playing Firefight because that was one of the things I missed out on the first Firefight and <laughs> Halo ODSTs because all I could do was play by myself and I couldn't really play with anybody. And they didn't have this, these customization options, so I didn't last long because Firefight was pretty hard back then. But now I just put it on like oh I get infinite lives like I, was, I mean I can still get shot up and die but at least I don't have to start all over again on the match I just come back right and and they give you computer mates that's new they gave you they gave me like two covenant guys oh, um two elites with me I don't know maybe I get three to be make it four but I'm not sure unless they die unless the other one just dies I don't know what the fuck it is because they do. They do end up dying <laughs> pretty quick. That's the only bad thing. I I haven't looked at the options to see like can I make my guys last longer, like to give them more health or something. Because I was I was hoping that they had infinite lives too, but they don't. I know just being by myself. And I'm wondering if they will be there if I had other people with me. Maybe they will be there anyway. I don't know. But it was nice like, to see I had some people there and they were they were helping a bit until mm. things start got re- really hairy. But yeah, I was cool playing that. And, uh, oh yeah, some VR games I played. I play a new game called The Tale of Onogoro. Hmm. It is a Japanese game, more of a, like a, a puzzle-ish, uh, I don't even know what to say RPG. I'm still at the very, very beginning, so I'm still learning it. But something happened, this, this girl or woman, I don't know. She, because <laughs> you know how these animes are, I don't. She could it was, most likely, you know what? She probably is hundreds of years old because she is some kind of mystical being or something. Mm. And because whoever captured her, they can't kill. They can't kill her, but because they they were cut off. If they cut off her arm and something, you don't see this. You just hear it, like because that's the um, credits roll in the beginning. So when I do see her, she has like a mechanical arm and a mechanical leg, um, because of what the guy or whatever he is did this to her. But I don't know. I still don't understand the story. But she knows that I'm from another world. Um, I'm guessing that's probably like the world I live in now or something. You know, try to make it like, hey, yes, this is really you. And yeah. she's attached to the stone. He attached her to the stone because it was stop, keep her locked away, and she won't be able to stop him for whatever the hell he's doing. Um. So yeah, I'm still at the very beginning, so where I don't know what the fuck is going on. And I probably, you know what? If there is like a really Japanese anime game, I probably would never know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> but the puzzles. Uh, it's really you're using her like you can you got these guns that like are they are like a gravity type of gun or something and mm-hmm. you can pick up her stone and you can move her to places um to open doors and also you can suck up energy for somewhere to unlock rooms so i know it's gonna be a lot of puzzles with this and it looks it looks cool it looks like i'm really liking some type of anime room yeah. and it's weird seeing this girl like you know <laughs> in front of me this small skinny Japanese girl who's like my height or whatever just uh, next to me and I was like oh this looks yeah this looks really weird uh, <laughs> but yeah but it's it's so far it's interesting like I'm like I said I'm just at the very beginning part of it like I, I recorded what I played and that's all I played of it was what I recorded so it's not gotcha. that long but I just because I wanted to test it out to see how it was and yeah it's it seems okay like i, I want to try try it out more to see how it yeah. is i hope it's like maybe it's like doing like some zelda like puzzles or something like mm-hmm. this in 3d which you know that's what i want i want a game that's like a, a zelda where you go into dungeons and you know 
just like the, some of the games you probably tried out play with the sword and shield and you just block mm. and stuff. Simple. But you have those puzzles that really keep you going. That will be neat if they have a, make a game like that. Just copy. Yeah, you just copy Zelda and just make it like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, or do like a tunic. Do tunic VR. Do tunic VR. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I play a little bit more Tentacular. This time I did a little sandbox thing. Um, it's not really a sandbox mode, but you can go back in the city and just mess around with stuff. And that's what I was like, kind of destroyed the city. But there's no building instruction, though. That's what's nah. bad about it. Uh, but I do like how you can just throw the people around. It's like, ah! <laughs> and, but they don't die or nothing. They just, like, if you throw them in the water, they'll just have little floaties. Like, they'll be <laughs> yeah, floating up. And Or if you throw them far enough, you just won't see them no more. Like, I just throw them so far, I can't see. But I like I can just toss them around and stuff like that. I was trying to juggle them. I was trying to juggle some people. I think. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh. this is fine. This is fine. And that was like playing catch. Like, I was just throwing it to one to the core, try to catch it. Catch the person, yeah, yeah. It, it, then they it's, go flying it's, pretty, it's pretty funny doing that stuff. Oh uh, yeah, it, it's, it's cute. That game's all right. And I played some more um, notary games, and I actually got to the part where you actually meet the other people. Oh, okay. uh, that's in the game. So we try to figure out what's going on. Then we see that we what we have to do to survive. One guy tried to do something by himself, like he held somebody hostage and tried to do it on his own, but then. You end up getting killed because he didn't follow the rules right. And it was like, oh, well, we know not to do what he did. And <laughs> so I'm just at that part. So, yeah, uh, it's it's intriguing. Like, I'll, I might finish it. It all depends. Because right now, I'm more leaning towards, like, Life is Strange, going back to that, to the remastered ones. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm, start, I'm definitely starting... Um, Trails of Cold Steel 4. Like, I'm going to start that and finish okay. that. If I can finish the series. And that new game should be coming up, too. Well, new-ish. Um, the remake of the game I played on the PSP. That game. Nice. Which I... I, I don't know. I mean, it all depends the changes they've done with it. I think I might go back go back to it. I wouldn't mind going back to it. Yeah. see it. Alright, so now we can talk about Trek to Yomi. So, I... Thought this game is pretty adequate. It's <laughs> it's uh it, it's like I like the presentation of it. I like the the black and white style, the the old uh like Japanese samurai type of show. What, what's it called? Yeah. What's the like Kurosawa? Uh, f- yeah, Kurosawa. Yeah, Kurosawa. That, that's 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 the most famous one, right? Yeah, it's the most famous like director in that style. Okay, not not the director. What's the movie called? Oh, I have no idea. Ah, uh, I forgot. But yeah, it has that that look. Um, Seven Samurais. That's the one I think I always hear. Okay, the one I always referenced. hear is the one that's like Hamlet. Oh, okay. Let's see. I'm trying to see if there's another one that like I instantly recognize. The Bad Sleep Well. That that's the yeah. It, it wasn't it wasn't that day. It was like one word. Bashamon, maybe, maybe, let me see. Bashamon. I think that's the movie that like kind of started the Quentin Tarantino-esque style of like starting at the the end and then working its way back. I think that's what that's famous for. Yojimbo? No. Famous Japanese movies. <laughs> You'll probably see a lot of Godzilla. Throne of Blood. 
famous old Godzilla movies. I'm seeing a lot of freaking shit in color. Okay. <laughs> Washamon. Seven Samurai. Maybe it was Washamon. I just don't. It just don't look like it. Oh. Man. I Fuck. Well, maybe it was a horrible movie. <laughs> maybe it was a horrible movie then. You just gotta go back and watch them all. Find out. Anyway, yeah, it, it has that look, but the gameplay is pretty well so far. I'm on the very, very beginning, but it seems pretty tedious to me. Mm-hmm. That I'm, I'm basically just timing when to counter and strike. Yeah. And hell, I forgot I didn't even use the um the Y button, which is like the heavy yeah, hit. attack. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, oh yeah, it there felt is another so button. unresponsive to me. Like I don't know, I don't think you can do a heavy attack as a counter attack, and I find myself basically only counter attacking. Oh, uh, I think I did. I did think I killed. I killed on one hit. Like I, I counter and uh-huh. then I hit, I hit the Y button, and it kills on one hit. Then I feel like it's even more unresponsive than I thought it was because I definitely was like trying and it was, I don't know, it's weird. But yeah, it, yeah, but it just seems like if that's all that is, it, it could get old pretty fast unless mm-hmm. there's a good story behind it. That That's the only thing I think it really carry it. And or it just like, also seems pretty generic so far. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know. that's, that's a shame. Yeah. But it's, it's free on Game Pass, and mm. I don't know how much it costs, though, if you wanted to it's buy It's $20, it. which $20. seems like a fair price for a game like this, I guess. You know, it's not, it doesn't feel like a top-tier game, but it feels competently made, and, you know, I, I'm sure there are some people that would enjoy this this style thing, but I'm with you, like, it, it already is feeling a little tedious. You know, I'm just a little bit past where you are. And it's very much like the environments are boring. There's nothing really happening in them. So I'm just like trying to run through them to get to the next battle. And then I get to that and I'm like, okay, I got to do this whole blocking thing. And then parry, you know, basically that's what I feel like the combat is, is almost like the Assassin's Creed two style thing where it's like, okay, I'm just going to stand here waiting to parry and then I'll hit you because I'm not going to be proactive about trying to hit you because you're just going to be able to slash me while yeah, I'm like exactly. winding up or whatever. Every time I try to do that, yeah, they slash me. So, yeah, I'll just wait. Yeah, and, and you'll see, you know, maybe five minutes from where you are, you'll start to see like faster enemies too. And I'm also seeing like armored enemies. So you have to do the piercing move instead of, you know, the slashing moves and stuff like that. So, I mean, the combat's definitely going to evolve. Like I saw in the trailer, you know, somebody using the role a little more too. Um, But I just don't know if it's going to evolve in a way that's going to make it more interesting to me necessarily. It seems like it's just going to be more of that kind of deliberate stuff, which in a way is like, it's kind of interesting because it's almost puzzle solvy. But at the same time, if I don't feel like my controls are as responsive as I want them to be, I start to blame the game more than I start to blame myself. You know, when, when something's tight and feels good, it's like, okay, I messed up there. But when it's a little sloppier, like this game kind of feels, it's like, what you cheated me. What's going on here? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I always feel like I pressed the counter the same place, and how mm-hmm. is it that it did not block? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I was thinking like, what what's going on? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I, I definitely feel how you feel. Like the game. Yeah, it really it really feels like it's the game and not you. Like some, I wish it was more fluid. And yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it seemed like yeah, it's like this game looked like it, oh man it has potential to be something good, and now it just turns to be okay. It's okay. It's not awful, but it's also yeah. not something that I'm like. Uh, I'm not even feeling like most times I'm like, okay, I started this game. I want to see it through to the end. This one, I'm kind of like, nah, if I dipped out on this at some point, I'd I'd be fine. Yeah, exactly. Well, all right, then. So I guess that's it. And I guess we'll take a quick break. When we get back, we get to the flashback segment. All right. And we're back. And we're flashbacking to 2012, 10 years ago. We had these games come out. We got... Fable Heroes, the best Fable game to ever been released on Xbox <laughs> for the Xbox the Journey. Oh, actually, this is not e- no, this is actually better than the Xbox um, Connect game. Is it? Uh, yes, this is the um, this is just the arcade game where you played as these fucking yeah, the uh, retarded looking uh, mees, and I don't know what the hell you do actually. I think you hack and slash and do stuff. Yeah, it was like, I don't know, platformy co-op game kind of thing. Yeah, um, let's see, the reviews are probably really great for this. Uh, oh, 55 on Metacritic. I think that's a little too high, probably, but <laughs> there you go. And it was done by Lionhead. They just gave up. <laughs> oh, or was, you know, Bishop wasn't there anymore. Was Microsoft. P- Peter Molyneux wasn't there anymore. That's why it was bad. Maybe. Yeah, the lead designer was Ted Timmons. Mm. Timmons. Blame him. He's not doing a good job. Blame him. Hope he's not there anymore. Sign this out. All right. um, Oh, here's what the instructor said. They gave it a 3.5 out of 10, saying if it was even slightly exciting to play, all of his issues could be overlooked in favor of (laughs) compatibility to provide simple cooperative family entertainment. Unfortunately, it is not. Yeah, I don't think I even played the demo for this. I think I just saw I saw it and I was like, man, this looks stupid. Uh, I you- think it might have been the same for me. Especially because <laughs> like I liked Fable so much and then they just started to put out trash with its name on it. Like, like, just look at it. It's like I don't see anything Fable about it. I mean, I just look at the cover. I didn't even look at the game yeah. yet. <laughs> the the characters are vaguely fable like in puppet form, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what we got here? I don't know. Do I even want to mention this game? Nexus. Uh, with a Z? It, I remember it, but I don't remember it being a big thing. I mean, the notable thing, I guess it was developed by Ilphonic, who are the ones that make you know the Friday the 13th and Predator games now. Oh, yes, yes. You know, those asynchronous ones. No, I mean, the, the scores look familiar to those games. So. The scores that they got by the yeah. Creator 54. How much is Friday 13? <laughs> Probably a little bit better. I'd uh, say it'll be a little bit yeah. better. But then again, look, GameSpot, I did give it an 8.8. 8, 8. So everybody wow. else must have just been bad scores. You know, I don't think I expected the scores for Friday the 13th to be as bad as they are here. 61, 61, 53 for the Xbox One version, and 69. Nice for the Switch. And that's what about the Switch have the highest score? Whatever year that game came out, that is by the year, game of the year from one of my friends. So yeah. <laughs> there you go. 
2017. Uh, actually, well, actually, when did it come free for Xbox? Whatever year that was. <laughs> Probably 2018. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Ga- GameSpot. I mean, they got to get paid off, right? GameSpot and IGN? They must have uh, paid them off. They're just confused. All right, so what else we have? We got Port Royale 3, Pirates and Merchants. I believe that is a strategy game. A pirate strategy game. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, And because I've seen it for a bit, I don't need to see the reception here. They don't have the best credit score up here, but they said Bitlife Gamer gave it a 6 out of 10. I don't even know who they are. Um, GameSpot gave it a 5 out of 10. Okay, these are not good scores. For this no. game, so maybe don't um, look at this one. <laughs> I don't know how did Port Royale, 2, Port Royale Two do? That did better. That had seventy five out of one hundred wow. Metacritic. Wow, that's actually pretty decent. Yeah, so yeah, just stick with that one. Everybody. Downhill. Unless there's a four, is there? A, if there's a four out, that probably is terrible. Four has got eighties. <laughs> All right, so where are we at? Um, Star. What, it, is, is it, wait a minute, is it really is a four? No, um, I didn't look it up. Uh, <laughs> there might be. But, okay, Starhawk. Yes, this was um, one of those exclusive games for PS3. I was I was sort of looking forward to it. I was curious about it, how it kind of it was like a Warhawk successor thing, but it was mm-hmm. on, more boots on the ground than flying. But uh, at the, the reception wasn't, like, super great. It was all right. Even though IGN gave it a high score, they gave it a 9 out of 10. Wow. Um, well, Game Before gave it a 7.5 out of 10, which is not bad, but you're talking about 9 out of 10, you're talking about like a great game, you know? Yeah. Uh, seven, it's got a 77 on Metacritic. But uh, let's see, the game, yeah, uh, like, why didn't it do well, I wonder? Um, praises include the multiplayer component of the game, which was regarded by some reviewers as the best multiplayer on a P- PlayStation 3. Criticism were leveled at the game's weak story and uninteresting characters. All right. Um, it says the most notable change from Mo- from Warhawk is the addition of single-player story mode, which was intended to be included in Warhawk, but was eventually removed. The gameplay is similar to Warhawk. A new system called Build and Battle allows players to build structures such as bunkers and defenses and armories in the midst of the battle, giving the game a real-time strategy feel while remaining a third person shooter the game includes flying mechs called hawks and a player responds into a craft um excuse me into landing craft which they can steer with the limited range to reach the battlefield i mean yeah like looking at it, i saw some of the gameplay i mean it seemed like it's okay mm-hmm. it seemed like an okay game so i guess it, it may, actually it's probably really have a lot some more similarities to Warhawk, just, you know, somewhat better, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, oh, well, I guess that's the end of the... F- I mean, I didn't hear anything about Warhawk or anything happening. No. I guess it's the end of the franchise. Spacehawk. I haven't moved on yes, to that yet. Spacehawk, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, where I'm at here, I am at Tomb Raider. Oh, no, I said Tomb Raider. Tomb- <laughs> I read that the same way the first time I read it. <laughs> Tomb of the Lost Queen. Okay, that's... Maybe it's better to win. Oh, this is Nancy Drew. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you put Nancy Drew in the title on the damn Wikipedia? Uh, yeah, if you like those Nancy Drew games, there's been quite a few of them. I never played them. Yeah. Um, they really. seem all right, you know, no, as far as do. like those point and click. Look on the box, it says her. 
I'm not supposed to play it, Daniel. Yeah, that's what's true. The herd po- what's the herd it's mean? not intended for you. <laughs> I can't read it. That It's too small in this uh, font here. I don't know if that's a company name or what. It's got to be from the design aesthetic. Yeah. Of the no, no. I think they're just being genderless. They're saying like, <laughs> only people. Only uh, she, her yeah. can play. Yeah, can play these games. games. Got it. All right. But I guess, yeah, 60 years ago, a violent storm uncovered an ancient tomb in the desert outside Cairo. A British expedition set off in hope of finally finding Egypt's legendary lost queen. The expedition never returned. The explorers were lost and presumed dead. In the present day, Nancy Drew joins leading archaeologists as they unearth with well, what they presumed to be the tomb where the British explorers were lost. The site is rumored to be cursed due to an increase in suspicious accidents. The site's lead archaeologist, Professor... Okay, I, I might be spoiling it. Let me, uh, let me just stop right there. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I'm actually, Nancy Drew, because... Is that is she like an older woman now? Cause that little silhouette of her, I always thought of like a little girl for some reason. Is yeah, she she's never like looked? a late teens, early twenties, maybe I think. Oh, she's games. eighteen years old. Jesus, I'm thinking it's like it's really like a little. I thought it was like yeah, no, she's not a child yeah. anymore. Like she's in middle school or something. Like like that Letting... Cam Jansen book I used to read when I was like third grade. It was like <laughs> you ever read that book? I think so, yeah. It's the one with the girl, she has um, a photographic memory. Yeah. It, yeah. It was that's the like, female like, Encyclopedia Brown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what she was. I thought that was what Nancy Drew was. Like, she was just like the better version of that. Well, but technically she is, but she's actually a woman. I didn't, I thought she was. Like, well, I think oh, in some of the girl. stories, she's younger, but in oh, okay. these games, they definitely portray her as. Or Harry the Spy or something. I thought it was something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Because like they did the Nancy Drew movie with what uh, not Julia Roberts whatever Roberts yeah her niece so that is it for 2012 not much really came up this week and 2002 is pretty much the same we got Tactics Org the Knight of Lotus um, we talked about that game it was on one of the covers I believe all those magazines um, Game Boy Advance Tactics game mm-hmm. uh, and let's see did people like this game yeah 83 83- 88 on Metacritic. It got uh, Yeah, I think I gave it a try on the emulators because people were, you know, highly praising and talking about like the old Tactics Ogre games being really good or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, ah, this is okay. Oh, it's why why is it only okay, Daniel? Uh, because it's not advanced wars down. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cutesy. It's not cutesy exactly. little exactly. Uh, real military. And tanks stuff. and just shooting at each other. Yeah, dragons <laughs> floating around. It's not cool. All right. Uh, we also got the Britney Britney's dance beat on the PlayStation oh Two came out twenty years ago. Look at that! Now Look at Britney. Yes, this is this is when she was somewhat freeish. She was uh, somewhat <laughs> freeish at this time. Uh, it's yeah. They got the great songs up here, like "Baby One More Time," of course. Of course. Oops, I did it again. Uh huh. Yeah. Stronger. Yeah. Sure. Overprotected, and mm. I'm a slave for you. Oh and yeah. I am so bad. I know these songs. <laughs> I feel like I don't even know two of them. I was thinking it would have been earlier than like I'm a slave for you, Brittany. But yeah, uh, but yeah, this uh, what what did Metacritic give it? They gave it a 63 out of 100 on PS2. 
There's also a Game Boy Advance version, which got a 53 out of 100, and a PC version, which got a 24 out of 100. Damn. Why the PC Man. version get so low? Because uh, they found out you could put mods in it, and <laughs> uh, they were like, we can't have our children look at this. This is awful. All right. And we got so a little bit of news. Like, Retro Studios, 20 years ago this week, becomes a fully owned subsidiary, subsidiary of Nintendo. As Nintendo buys the remaining shares of the company from former owner Jeff Spangenberg, uh, mm. making Retro a first party edition. Yep. Yep. He sold still out. Jeff sold doing something. out. <laughs> Presumably, they're still working on Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Since taking it over. Um, also, Titus Interactive, or Titus, as. The Japanese would say it because the name in that <laughs> Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy Dome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, Tyson Actor announces the sale of Shiny Entertainment, a studio of Interplay, to Infro Games for forty-seven million dollars. This studio holds the Mix franchise, and they, yeah, I don't think that's working out really for them. That Matrix um, <laughs> franchise, it it it, it sounded good at the time, though. I mean, it was good at the time. I mean, Matrix, the new Matrix, coming out the following year. Of because it's 2002, yeah. The Matrix movie was coming out the following year, and the game was all right. So now we're going back. I got something for 1992, 30 years ago. Um, Nankai Bandai Partners. Well, this is what Nankai Bandai Partners was named back, um, 30 years ago. They became a Sega Ozzy Soft, um, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but. Hmm. They, this is like before they became Nandai Bandai, Bandai like Australia or something like that. Um, <laughs> eventually. Oh, it is. So it is a, an Australian thing. Yeah. Because I saw Aussie and yeah, I was like, yeah. Aussie, Aussie, yeah, Aussie. Yeah, Aussie. Because well, first they were Aussie soft, and then they were. I think Sega got them, and okay. they became Sega Aussie soft, and then eventually I think Bandai or Napco, whatever. I don't know if they were together at the time. Whoever somebody bought them. Mm. Because they, they had different iterations over the years until it became Nankai Bat, mm, Namco Bandai uh, Australia. Gotcha. Which I don't even know what they do. Australia. I mean, I think they, they probably just help them games. I don't know. Dynasty if Warriors games. games. What'd you say? So they just make Dynasty Warriors games. No, right? Dynasty oh, no, that's Warriors. That's, yeah, that's Koei Tecmo. <laughs> what does Bandai Namco make? They make uh, Power Rangers? Uh, Gundam games. Yeah, Gundam, Power Rangers, um, what I is apparently. it? The, um, Dragon Ball Z, uh, you know, all those sh- Shonen, Shonen uh, games. That's true. Shonen Jump. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. All right. And also, okay, I'm not going to say this one. This is the same one I say I'm not going to say because I don't really know. All right. So that's it for the flashback segment. So I guess we'll take a quick break. We'll get back. We'll get to the gaming news. All right. And we're back. And now we're going to get to the gaming news. So what we got, Dan? All right, Dominic. I know we don't talk about phone games often, but I thought I had to bring this one up once I saw talk some about of the characters often, involved. Let's just talk about more often. Let's <laughs> be the mobile game podcast, even though I know there's probably there thousands go. of them. But we can be the, <laughs> the thousand of one of them. There you go. All right, so coming to Apple Arcade this month, uh, there's no firm date yet, but Warped Kart Racers, which basically seems like it's like the Fox properties as far as cartoons go in kart racing yeah, form. Yeah, so I'm thinking so of the hill have, up there. 
Yeah, that's the one that made me go, we should talk about this because it's got American Dad, Solar Opposites, which is like that newer show. Yeah. Family Guy and King of the Hill. Yeah. So you got like five characters from King of the Hill. No American Dad? Not I said American Dad. No um Bob's Burgers? No Bob's Burgers, surprisingly. And that movie's I don't coming know out. If that's like I, owned I just by saw a different thing it. or what. Yeah. How how did you like that trailer for the movie? Oh, I just saw the TV trailer. Uh, okay. it, it, I mean, it don't show much. I didn't watch the. Uh, I, I got it. Yeah, I kind of want to see the trailer just to see what it is. Um, I doubt I go to the movies to see it. I'll, yeah. I'll most likely would just wait. I just like that's. I guess maybe like HBO because like where would that come in Hulu, streaming right? form? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I always forget about Hulu or Disney. I mean, I guess Disney could put it in where the um that Marvel eight rated R stuff. <laughs> is it the same? It's yeah, not even rated R. It's PG thirteen. Right? It's yeah. So it's not even like that adult. It's adult, but yeah. it's not. It's like teenage. Yeah, oh. but what's her name is going to talk about butts? So, yeah. <laughs> Can't do that on. Can't do that on oh, Disney. Man. It's just not not cool. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. I I wonder if this ends up being good. The Apple Arcade stuff feels more vetted than than just like random phone games. I could see it being decent. Or Switch games. I just games. wonder if this ends up coming, yeah, to like a Switch eventually. Oh, I mean, like I was saying, they're more vetted than Switch games. That's oh, what I'm than the Switch games. <laughs> uh, honestly, yeah, pretty much. Or any of the consoles, really. Yeah. Because. <laughs> You get so much trash on their stores, but I think you know that the Apple Arcade stuff is separate from just the App Store because obviously you have trash on the App Store too. But the one thing you don't have on there, though, Dominic, I guess I can actually use that as a transition is uh, Fortnite, and but now you can play it again on your phone because Microsoft is like, "Ha, ah, we got cloud streaming, and you can just play it that way now." So. Sucks to be you, Apple. Which is funny how we were talking about how Epic could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're partnering up with Microsoft to use the Xbox Cloud stuff to to let people do that. So that's, I mean, again, giving people choice. I think this is a consumer-friendly news story, even if it's you know two big conglomerations who are having a pissing match or whatever. But if people want to play Fortnite on their phones, I'm glad that people have the option to play Fortnite again on their phones. And I hope through that Xbox cloud streaming stuff, I think you and I have both had pretty, pretty positive results on that. So I hope the people that use it for Fortnite also. Thing is, like, how long is Fortnite going to be up there? Is it like one of those timed games? Because then it's going to yeah. be like people on Apple phones. Like, yeah, so I'm playing and then it's going to go away. Like, no. I feel like if if there's a deal in place between Microsoft and and Epic, unless Epic has plans to make their own sort of streaming technology to get it working in the same you know roundabout way, you know you you make this partnership to last. Yeah, exactly. And why can't you just go to the browser, Xbox, the browser on the Apple Store, and just play Fortnite there? Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. That's how you do it. Uh, basically the same way as you you would on a on a home browser. And there's no so. there is no home br- yeah, there was no ever a home browser you could just play Fortnite. No, surprisingly not, you know. 
Yeah, because I think we talked. Like I think we went, yeah, we talked about that. It sounded like how why Epic has just didn't do that, and then people can display their game. Because I wonder now if this also means that like Chromebooks, like all those kids' Chromebooks that they get from school, or kids just playing Fortnite on those things now because they can stream it. Oh, definitely. Gosh. I know I would. The world seems like <laughs> like how how do you teach kids in this day and age, Dominic? Like outside of putting Martin Luther King inside Fortnite. Yeah. Even without like school provided resources though, like how what is the percentage of kids, you know, no matter their demographic or where they might be, that have phones in some sort of way that they just Oh, I'm sure they got phones. phones yeah. The, like how do you teach children nowadays, Dominic? Like I just don't well, you I tell. Know. I think you just tell them no, just like they did with my Game Boy. <sighs> and when I which I took I it guess. up. Yes, like how many <laughs> how many phones can can teachers take? I mean, but like, isn't that a pushback? Right, like where like Game Boy is like, yeah, you can't have Game Boy. Oh yeah, but not everybody's going to have a Game but, Boy. <laughs> but phones, it's like if my mom needs to get a hold of me, she's going to be mad at you but, if you but, take my phone. Which is weird because it's like, how do they? Our parents get a hold of us back in the day. <laughs> it's like, called the school. Yeah, exactly. And then you got called over the intercom and you had to go down to the exactly. office and talk and to them. it's easy to phone. find a school number. You can't even say, like, I can't find a school number. You can just yeah. look it up on his own internet. <laughs> it's just like. Dude, what? The schools don't have landlines anymore? And I got to text my kid. You know, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. No, they, def- they definitely, <laughs> definitely have to. Yeah, I, that's one of those things, right? Like, honestly, I don't know. Should we should we limit kids' abilities to have a phone on school property? Like, should they have to turn them in when they come in every oh, morning? According or to my dad, like yes. <laughs> no, so, I mean, I know how he always talked about phones back in the day. Yeah, I, I would be like, if put them yeah, in those like Dave Chappelle bags. Yeah, I bet. That, if phone, yeah. yeah, I bet he would be the ones that say you can't get a phone until blah 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 age or some shit. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It seems, it seems like we're making teachers' jobs extremely hard by allowing our children to. Those have teachers built, they, they, yes, they need to watch our kids and babysit them. That's what they are, Daniel. <laughs> I mean, it feels like progressively more that's what's happening because if you're just giving them a phone, it's like if they're not paying attention in school, then it, isn't that what the teacher's doing? Is like, I nah, can't teach these kids. I'm just gonna sit here and. Watch them play on their phone. Maybe they'll send me some funny memes. Maybe they'll create some funny memes. Well, if you're in like a city school, you're probably good because a lot of parents mean not that they don't care. They just they're not. You're not. You will look at the PTA meetings. I just I mean, that's a PTA. Yeah, like they. It's so very small compared to yeah. like a private school or something. Because I yeah, I remember like. Going like I was at a private school, well, Catholic school, mm-hmm. seeing a lot of people there. However, like even for students who did well, and I was like, right. oh, I mean, technically, my parents went because they went there. It was the first time I've been there, so they wanted to know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Then taking my parents to when I went to a public school, I was like, man, these hallways are empty compared <laughs> to like that private school. Is like, is yeah. I don't like usually have chairs, like you wait outside because you got to wait for your turn again in the class. Mm-hmm. Man, I ain't had to wait that long. <laughs> Probably maybe might be one parent in there, or be nobody in there. It's like, yeah. darn, I went through this pretty fast. It's gonna be like an hour, twenty minutes. So I like, <laughs> even finished that day. And some of that's just a result of you know 
there being the parents in a private school have more flexibility in their schedule to oh yeah either leave work or work from home or whatever. Oh, definitely. I know, mean, I, I, or I they have it. a nine yeah. to five job. Yeah. I mean, I, well, people should understand. Like, yeah, that's just what it is. Because some people probably they probably work at night too. You know, mm. they probably get the right exactly. schedule or. The jobs they do is just probably just so fucking strenuous and shit, and they got like, yeah. oh fuck, I go here. Then I mean, it's just it's hard. Hey, or you got kids at home, you gotta watch or something. You don't got, mm-hmm. you don't have the um like uh either two parent or you got two parent, but just maybe the other parent has to work at night. Who knows? You know. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it's just things happen. Yep, it's rough. All right, so. Where were we at? We finished talking about that. And well, oh, AEW. Yeah. So we got some more news on the AEW game. There had previously been a trailer out that showed off a couple of characters like Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. I missed those, but I seen these, these new characters. Mm. I didn't even know they did one before. Those old ones were a lot more cartoony, almost like Legends of Wrestling-esque character models. Big, like, upper bodies and smaller legs kind of thing. I'm glad they're going in a not quite realistic way, but a more like proportional kind of thing. Um, But that's kind of all they've shown off so far. There are rumors going around that it's coming out in September of this year, or at least they're projecting to release in September. Um, But the, the limited amount of stuff that we've seen makes me think that they are not far enough into the production of this game for it to release in September. Yeah, September. I, you would think it's see a, like a a full trailer by now. Yeah, full trailer, some gameplay because we definitely have not seen actual like yeah, no, yeah, gameplay you see that some I'm type aware of gameplay. Of. Yeah, yeah, we've seen you know well, they show off some in ring stuff, but it's not you know this is what it'll look like when you play it. Um, but the the big news this past week is we got a name for it. It's going to be AEW Fight Forever. And they showed off two new characters, uh, Chris Statlander and Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose being the second women's champion. Um, so they, they look good, but it's it's kind of funny that they show off Chris Statlander because in the grand tradition of wrestling video games, it's already out of date because she's already kind of transitioned into a new gimmick where she's you know, got darker hair and is kind of a more darker character. So it's like, oh, yep, this is, that's fun. Um, but yeah, I'm, I still have a lot of hope that this game ends up being, you know, kind of a spiritual successor to no mercy. They keep talking that aspect of it up, but until I actually get my hands on it and feel what it, what it's like, I don't know if I'm willing to, say that because even those gamecube games like wrestlemania i think 19 or whatever it was were supposed to be or were billed as kind of those the evolution of the no mercy engine the spiritual successor to that and while they were closer to what i wanted than like a smackdown or what the 2k games ended up being or even like the xbox exclusive raw yeah it still wasn't exactly what i was was hoping it would be um yeah so we will see i i know a lot of like kenny omega is is a big video game player and has a lot of nostalgia for those games and he's you know participating a lot in in working on these games so i'm hoping with that input 
you know, from a lot of the wrestlers on that roster, you get something more traditional to, to one of those games. But yeah, I'm interested, especially because the, I guess the kind of other big thing that, that went around is that there's going to be 50 or so people on the roster. And right now their roster is like over 120 or something like that. So there are going to be some notable missing people. Cause even if I just rattled off the top 50 people I could think of, you know, it's going to leave off some names. Um, but the nice thing is I'm sure they've, they're going to have to have some sort of creative wrestler stuff. And there's, they've also announced that there's going to be a PC version of that. So I could see mods, making up for that in some form or fashion also. So that, that could be exciting. Um, yeah. Cause I'm guessing, you know, with some of the newer guys, you know, Keith Lee, maybe, or a swerve. Um, if those are the ones that get left off, I think they've confirmed that Brian Danielson will be in there. I feel like you have to have CM Punk. He, he debuted before, uh, Brian Danielson. Yeah. So, he should be in there. I think Sting's been confirmed too. Um, but like a Jeff that'd, Hardy, that'd great, yeah, yeah. But Jeff Hardy is pretty new. And they're gonna to make him like AEW young Sting, roster. right? Not the old Sting. <laughs> I feel like you got to give both. Although, like the way they've been having Sting show off in AEW lately, just like doing insane spots of jumping off balconies and stuff like that, I feel like you put him in the game and you make him like monster old guy sting. Like he's like overpowered, but not, you know, gameplay wise, but hey, you just sting, make him look like a beast. Was he in the two K games where he was in WWE for briefly? I think there is at least one game. Where, yes, there's absolutely at least one game where he was in there because he was, he was a part of the commercials the year that he, oh, okay. he debuted. It was like him and Seth Rollins or something like that. Um, yeah, so he's definitely in, in at least one of those games, maybe two of them. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see how that game turns out. Uh, hopefully it turns out better than what we had seen of Prince of Persia and the Sands of Time remake. Uh, apparently Ubisoft has kind of changed directions there and moved development of that game to Ubisoft Montreal, uh, which is the original studio that made those games. Um, you know, they, they kind of pulled that out of nowhere. People were excited that, you know, they were remaking that game, but that trailer that they showed off originally just did not display that they were taking it seriously. And it seemed like, you know, by using their, I think it was the studio in India that maybe they were trying to cheap out on it. And that's unfortunate. You know, it seemed like they just weren't putting the money into it that, would be needed to create a proper remaster or remake. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I hate to make it sound, I hate to say it that way, but that's kind of what it feels like, you know, and it's not even necessarily the region or whatever, but it was definitely like the size of the studio, right? Like that was a much smaller studio and they were like, well, we'll just give it to them. Let them, you know, take care of it on the cheap. And, as it turns out, that did not work out very well for them because now they had to like restart development elsewhere because what they were doing was just not to the quality of that that game. You know, that's it was a great game, and I feel like it deserved a little more than they were trying to give it. And hopefully, with this move, they're taking it a little more seriously, and they realize you know 
people aren't down for that bullshit. What's the timetable? Did they have a timetable when this game coming out? No, they didn't mention that. Uh, I mean, at this point, it's definitely at the very earliest 2023, you know, holiday season, I would say. But if that's the case, I'm thinking 2024 early in the year, because that seems to be where Ubisoft sticks that kind of stuff. Damn it, man. Just make a new game. <laughs> Pretty much. I Yeah, that's I don't know. I mean, there are aspects of it where I think you know, a lot of these studios will make these remasters as kind of safe bets where it's like people love that old game. They'll buy this new game where they wouldn't necessarily buy a Prince of Persia unknown name. And that gets you an engine up and running on this new hardware that you can then iterate on for a new game. But I, when I think it's more of that. Initials, I wish they announced it so early then. Yeah, well, I mean, the problem is I think they were they, – that game was supposed to have released by now. Oh, yeah. I well, uh, we're not early, was... but I, see, I think the announcement now and making making it like it's going to be quite a while till it comes out that yeah. it's not the same. It's not the same like you announced it and it was about to come out and say, okay, mm. that's something Yeah, I mean, they just absolutely for. messed it up by – yeah delivering an underwhelming product basically you know yeah because if they had shown that thing off and then within you know 12 months released it like i think it was originally because what did we see that in 2020 and then it was supposed to release in 2021 or was it 2021 to 2022 i thought it was last year that's what i thought um let me see i should just remake uh prince persia 2008 everybody loved that game down yeah, I don't know. I, I can't find it, but it feels like it was a while ago, but everything feels like a while ago and also just yesterday somehow. So yeah. <laughs> time is very screwed up right now. Um, all right, moving on, Dominic. We got some good news for Sonic. Sonic 2 is currently the highest grossing video game movie of all time in the United States, having made $150 million. So, oh, good for them. Sounds like it's pretty good. So good for them. Yeah, my yeah. friend saw it. He said he, he said he liked it. It was it was pretty good. Yeah. Good. So I know uh, that is horrible. So <laughs> 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 I was joking. Nah, um, I mean, yeah, like I said, I'll see it when it's available for us to see at mm. home to stream. Yeah, same. Yeah, but it's yeah. I'm good for them. I mean, when you look at the pool of video game movies, I don't think this has been a like great pool. Mind blowing. Yes, it's been, it's <laughs> yeah, been sure. a pretty good game. So, me movie games out there. Yeah, like Tomb I mean, Raider. Really Tomb Raider Two was better. And um, although it's, <laughs> I do find it kind of funny that you know, in the same year that the Uncharted movie came out with big names like oh Tom shit, Holland I forgot and, about that movie. <laughs> exactly <laughs> you know tom arnold and mark Wahlberg. Yeah, and that, didn't, that that beat that out there yep and that's coming yeah i mean they're both coming from big studios but you know uncharted you would think would would have more money behind it you know so yeah I thought that was funny uh, yeah it's yeah that's what i'm saying I, I don't think stars yeah stars don't drive the movies anymore really yeah I mean, look at I mean, some. Of, you I mean, look at the Sonic um, is a star. Some of the Marvel movies, man. Some of those guys are like, huge stars. 
No. At least. I mean, I mean, come on, Tom. Oh, well, Spark, like, I think the name really just pushes yeah, it. Yeah, Tom Holland was, was nothing but, but he was, he was Spider-Man, but, so Spider-Man pushed it, but still, yeah. but like you said, but like, but yeah, but, but see, when Tobey Maguire, I mean, he wasn't huge, but you, you, you seen him uh, yeah. before. And the other guy, the people always used to say, um, oh, that's the Facebook guy or something like that. He was on Facebook. Oh, yeah. yeah. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I think it's different. It's not like the days of when, like, Will Smith would be in a movie, he would automatically say, oh, this mm-hmm. movie's going to make $100 million. Like, that's not a guarantee, really, mm-hmm. with anybody anymore. No, now it's got to be like a TikTok star. If they're in a movie, yeah, big news. <laughs> well, for me, I don't, I don't know none of those people. No. <laughs> All right, Dominic. Next up, we got uh, there. There's a report out of uh, VentureBeat saying that Microsoft is going to be launching a streaming device like a Fire Stick or Roku TV kind of thing, mm-hmm. streaming exclusive device for xbox games within the next 12 months and they're also working on a samsung tv app which i think we had heard news of that kind of stuff before like it makes sense to get that stuff packed into a tv to try and persuade people to do that but honestly in a lot of ways it makes more sense to me to have that streaming device because then you pack in a controller and sell it, I don't know, you, you can probably get away with selling it for $100 because the controllers are like $60 anyway. Um, so if you can bring it down lower, obviously it would be better because you're the intention here is to lock people into Game Pass, right? Just like a Netflix or HBO Max, whatever, streaming service, except you're also trying to sell the hardware to get them locked in. So you get a little extra on the top. It would be like if... You know, Netflix was trying to sell you a, a a little device that it could only play. You know, almost like Amazon with their their you know Fire Stick devices. Yeah. Um, like I said, we've talked about it in the past. Like honestly, I was shocked that the Series S didn't end up being that. Just a an extremely cheap way of getting these these services into people's homes so they could pay for the service aspect of it. Microsoft's not necessarily looking to make money on the hardware. And if you have the ability to stream basically every game on your service, then there's not really much you're missing out on there. Obviously, again, we talk about it all the time, but that's dictated by what kind of internet speeds you have and the quality of internet net that you're able to get. You might not be able to get something high speed in the middle of the country where there's a whole bunch of mountains or something. And that's unfortunate. That's when you have to stick to more traditional means of playing games. But for us where we're on the East coast and we've got pretty reliable access to decent internet, even if there's not necessarily competition and you pay a a decent amount, you know, it's still available there. Um, but that that seems like the future honestly i i don't i don't know about from a consumer standpoint because obviously you know we've talked about you know some of these games getting delisted and stuff like that and that is obviously the the downside to an all digital future but from a business standpoint i don't see why microsoft would not be pushing to go in that direction where they don't need to produce 
hardware that costs them hundreds of dollars when they could produce something that's 20 bucks for them and 40 to 60 bucks for us. You yeah. Know? And, the, and so in the problems of, you know, like that like COVID had, it won't, that'll be a little less problematic because mm-hmm. you won't need production, <laughs> you know, yeah. of, of consoles to get in people's hands. Yep. They'll be just streaming their video games on their work laptops that they got for remote work. Yeah. Yeah. It's so really I, just, this is only for the people who are very, uh, like, who really are like, I would say graphic cores, but just want the best experience they can have. Yeah. That, the people that are still buying Blu rays. Yeah. Yeah. Over yeah, just exactly. streaming a thing off, off the internet. Exactly. Like, those are the people who, like really, just not. This doesn't really matter to them. Well, it only matters if that it negates them from getting the best, you know, of the yeah. game that they want because of streaming. Because yeah, because four K, four K streaming. I don't know how well it is. Um, for I don't know how well it is for movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I, I see like, oh yeah, this streams in four K. I, I have no idea because I don't. I got four K TV, but it's not a great one. So, right. and I actually prefer. The four, my 4K TV, it looks too, a little too dark for me, like for me personally. Hmm. So I would rather see it just in regular HD sometimes, but, but most of the time. Yeah. Um, but like for games, I don't, I don't know. I don't think, it, yeah, I don't know when they're going to get to a point where games are streamed in 4K. Yeah. It definitely seems like it would, you know, take take some more technology yeah. before we get to that point you know because the higher the resolution the more input lag you would probably end up seeing because of how much data is going through that pipe so yeah um yeah i know as far as like streaming versus blu-rays people always talk about like how high the bit rate is on blu-rays compared to streaming you know so there's a quality level there that that is oh yeah currently unsurpassed by the by the streaming services. Oh yeah, I've been All I've right. been watching this guy Sorry. play the uh, Call of Duty Warzone now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know is is it supposed to be something happening in the background with Godzilla and um, King Kong? Honestly, you know what? I don't remember what. Well, I don't. It's not that I don't remember. I don't know that when we talked about it last time, they had actually said what what it is. So far, what that was gonna be. What I see is that he has like a Godzilla outfit on. Okay. And he has a Godzilla gun. I mean, it looks <laughs> it's a Godzilla gun. Yeah, it's like it's like real scaly, and it got the blue kind of outline, you know, like the way mm. he's about to shoot the fire. Um, and the outfit, I mean, it looks like uh, what's it called? Where those people wear like your China um camouflage? They um. Oh, a ghillie suit. A ghillie suit, yeah. It's a ghillie suit um, Godzilla outfit. Okay. I mean, it looks oh, yeah, all right. I see it here. Um, and the gun. And there's also the King Kong one I'm seeing there. Yeah, I'm not. Well, I haven't Godzilla. seen that one yet. But, yeah, I just ended up going to their website oh, okay. to see if they had more details about like what you actually. Yeah, but it's, it's not what I thought. At least like you see something in the background like Godzilla King Kong fighting or something. Yeah. It's honestly kind of disappointing that this seems like what it is. Because, yeah. It's nothing. Prepare to represent the MonsterVerse most powerful titans during Operation Monarch with King Kong, Godzilla, and Mechagodzilla bundles. 
Available in season for a limited time. It seems weird. Like they got this. Like what? The movie came out a, a, a while ago. Like it seems like that would ago. be <laughs> the time to do something like this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, wait a second. The introduction of Operation Monarch is touted to be a huge game event for the gaming franchise scheduled to kick off May 11th. So the actual Operation Monarch stuff doesn't start until next Wednesday. Oh, okay. Or this coming Wednesday, rather. And that's when, hopefully, there'll be some cool stuff. So Okay, they're just getting their freaking packs out there to get people to spend money to look like Godzilla and King Kong before beforehand thanks to the nashville chatter for that information it's so funny seeing like small town papers seemingly reporting <laughs> on video game stuff ain't nothing else going on in town i guess <laughs> all right dominic and then the big news i got this week we've got another acquisition this time, Square Enix has sold Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal. And that's all to the their Western Group. properties, basically, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's going to give them... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Um, that yeah, gives... What do you have to say? It's just... it. We've talked about it in the past, but like Square Enix's... You know, placing the blame on the Western studios every time, like setting seemingly way too high expectations for them and then always talking about how they're disappointed in the sales and not meeting expectations. Meanwhile, most of these games are like extremely critically acclaimed, still sold in the millions. Meanwhile, you have other games that they're putting out over there, you know, that are coming out of Eastern when they bought, studios, when they bought these guess. studios, they thought like we were going to get the GTA numbers out of these games. I guess I don't know, and it's just like I'm I'm extremely happy by this sale. I mean, I don't honestly don't know what Embracer Group does. I know they've they been picking up Daniel, a whole bunch of stuff. Name. I mean, they, they've <laughs> definitely embraced. Um, but if it's anything like you know microsoft where we're we feel like at least we're gonna start seeing some of these properties start to reemerge again like deus ex you know thief it's been a while soul since weaver. we've seen those properties used what was that soul weaver soul Re- i mean yes if that if that could be a possibility freaking absolutely um and it feels like maybe this is a company that will. I think somebody mentioned Gex. Um, may come back. Uh, Gex, sure. Why not? Um, yeah, uh, they you didn't do like a joke about Will Smith didn't slap keep now in his games. That's oh <laughs> boy, they totally would do, wouldn't they? Um, yeah, Square Enix is keeping the rights to just calls Outriders and Life is Strange, though. So they're holding on to some of those more western skewed properties i guess um but yeah i just i'm hoping that embracer is a company that can look at the successes of these studios and take them as such instead of you know whatever square enix was seemingly doing there because it never seemed like a good fit for crystal dynamics yeah i mean i remember when they did 
they bought it. I said, okay, they're scary. He's trying to get into the Western property stuff. I said, okay, that's cool. But yeah, mm-hmm. but like you said, after they start saying how disappointing sales, the first, I think the two minute was probably one of the first things they said. Yeah. The disappointing sales and the people saw the numbers. I was like, darn, what would they what? What they want this thing to sell? <laughs> yeah, and you have to remember that that first Tomb Raider game was also Xbox exclusive, right? So it had a smaller. No, 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 know. no, no. That was um. That's the second one. Oh, the second one was yeah. exclusive. Okay. The first one wasn't. The first one was on everything because I played it. Yeah, gotcha. uh, yeah, yeah. It was on everything. Um, oh yeah, because wasn't it part of like uh, PlayStation? Games for gold or games for gold, PlayStation Plus at some it point. It probably was. I mean, yeah, I, I think like, eventually a lot, all of them end up being part of it, or every last game. <laughs> They've been free on everything, including PC. Okay, that's what it was. I forgot that. And then, yo, yeah, and then, I mean, that didn't even make even less sense. It was like, why'd you make a deal where you went exclusive? I mean, I would think yeah. the money that you paid. That they paid you exactly for the, the money that Microsoft <laughs> theoretically paid you to make it exclusive should have made up for yeah. whatever you know disappointments you thought you might have had there. But yeah, it just always felt poorly managed, you know. And they talked about um, wasn't it people can fly or was it people can fly made outriders? Didn't they also make something else for them where they were like, yeah, we don't know how much money this game made, we don't know. You know, we don't know a whole bunch about this stuff that was tied to like our bonuses that we didn't we didn't see because they told us the sales were disappointing. Meanwhile, like the numbers that we're seeing elsewhere seem like we should have gotten those bonuses. You know? Yeah, I'm trying to compare sales. As Kingdom Hearts sold (laughs) 6.7 million as of April 11th of this year. Sure, and that's that sounds like a good number. Yeah. Um, Tomb Raider. Let's see. I mean, it's been out longer. Well, Tomb Raider made three point three billion, uh, worldwide, on March twenty thirteen, and the game was released on March twenty thirteen. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. It says uh, the game sold one million copies less than forty eight hours after it's released. Wow. So you're saying six million for Kingdom Hearts? Square Enix sold sold that game said said the game sold three point four million copies within that month. And Kingdom Hearts only did six then? Yeah. That seems And then it says that seems a- April twenty fifteen, Gallagher announced the sales had reached eight point five billion for Tomb oh. Raider. In in what year you said? 2015. That's two years. 2015. I was going to say two two years, which is a little shorter than Kingdom Hearts, right? Uh, yeah, a little. Um, no, that's more. Kingdom- well, that's more than Kingdom Hearts. So Kingdom Hearts came out. When did Kingdom Hearts come out? And um, 2020? 2019? Let me see. Because let me see. Let me see. 2019. January. Okay. All right. And it's six billion now. Six point seven million now. So Tomb Raider sold more than Kingdom Hearts? But I guess it was maybe more money went to Tomb Raider then. Maybe a whole lot more money went to I mean, that would be shocking to me. Me too. I feel like Because Kingdom Hearts took forever. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
Plus, you've got Disney mixed in there. I feel like they got to get they they got to wet their beak. You know, they got to pay for that licensing. I I don't know. That seems that seems mighty suspicious to me. And that and that is uh this this is the best selling game in the series three. Huh. The worst one. Sorry, not the worst. The worst out of the main three. I should say. <laughs> I should say. Could that not be including like? Kingdom Hearts 3 Final Mix or whatever, you know, like Game of the Year style edition. I thought they were including that. Weren't they, 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 weren't they including that? And we were saying that wasn't fair at some point. I, it wasn't those games. I'm not sure. It wasn't those past games. We, I think we said yeah. that. I don't think it was this one, though. It wasn't this one. Because that, yeah, that's just, if that's the case, then that's absolutely insane to me. <laughs> They're, they were shit talking. Yeah, you know, Tomb Raider, and meanwhile, it's selling better than what seemingly would be their biggest franchise currently outside. You know, I Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy, but the, it's the been remake. a while since yeah. they've released. Oh yeah, I guess Final Fantasy remake. Let me see what the Final Fantasy remake made. Five million. There are five million now. Uh, yeah, and that came out. And that what, came out in twenty twenty. Two years ago, right? Yeah. So that's. Mm. I don't like any of that, Dominic. Because <laughs> you know that game costs more than Tomb Raider. Now, like, I don't you can care. say with Final Fantasy, though, they made $5 billion, but those they were only on PlayStation 4 and PC. Right. That's true. There was no Xbox included. Um, so, and, yeah. But still, you're, you're talking about, I mean, how much that game cost to make, too, also. Mm-hmm. How much exactly. was behind the advertising game and all that stuff? I mean, I'm sure Tomb Raider was a lot because that was the first one. They put a lot of stuff behind it. But God darn, I feel like the sales numbers. I mean, I feel like it. What did you What did you expect? What did you expect from this game? <laughs> did you really thought this was going to be a great million? Like 30 million in sales or something? You thought it was going to be like a Pokemon or something like that? Or. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto or a Zelda game earlier. or is, is like the Nintendo popular Nintendo Switch games. Yeah, like that seems. I don't know. I, I'm just hoping they get better managed by Embracer and are given more of an opportunity. Yeah, it just. I, I'm glad. I am glad by this sale, at least initially. You know, we'll see what Embracer actually does with them, but. And it's also nice that we're seeing this go to a company that is a third party. We're not having to worry about, oh, well, now these games are going to be exclusive to the Xbox or the PlayStation. They should be available everywhere. Um, maybe even Embracer Group will continue its, continue Square Enix's relationship with Game Pass, where we've seen you know, Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers show up on Game Pass eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I just it's interesting. I know some people were going in the direction of, oh, this is kind of square, you know, lightening their load a little bit, cleaning up their books, uh, leading to the possibility of someone picking them up. Obviously, the the first answer there would be Sony. In a lot of cases, people would speculate. Um, I I could see it. I don't know where we are as far as like 
you know, there's talk now of the the bungee sale being checked out by the FTC, you know, in the same kind of way that the uh, Activision sale is, which is kind of laughable because Bungie is like nowhere near as big as Activision. Like that's not the same level of move. But if our government is, you know, concerned about the consolidation of of gaming companies is seems laughable when you look at, you know, Disney slash Fox slash Marvel slash Pixar. Um, but that stuff will probably go through, but I wonder if it does make kind of put things on pause, right? Like, could this have been Microsoft picking up these, these companies if it hadn't been for them kind of, trying to be cautious about what they're doing after the announcement of the Activision sale. I mean, crystal dynamics is working with them on that perfect dark game. Uh, the, um, the company that is, is, um, is working on that perfect dark game is also formed by like former crystal dynamics employees. So there's very much a tie there. So I wonder if that could have been, So, yeah, it's interesting, Dominic. Before the end of the year, do you see more kind of big sales happening? I think uh, there's also news out. Sorry to ask you a question and then continue talking. But um, there's also news out that like Ubisoft is possibly discussing some private equity kind of stuff. So they, you know, are, are insulating themselves from possible sales. Yeah, um, I think yeah. I've, well, I know we're under NDA, but there might be something <laughs> happening with us. Um, yes, soon getting picked up by Warner Media. Yeah. Oh well. Now, now, now we're not because we just you just fucking said it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I didn't sign the NDA personally. <laughs> you took that rubber stamp that has my signature on it. That's only intended for video game requests, Dominic. It's not for binding legal documents. Come on now. Yeah. So, All right. I mean, that would be the biggest sale. Well, I guess I didn't mention it, well, but uh, the the sale of this was for three hundred million dollars. Like, we're talking about like Zanga was like twelve billion dollars. Yeah, this was and, cheap. Yeah, exactly. This was very cheap. I mean, even if you don't consider the studios, I feel like they just the beat me by Raider, like what uh, ten million. I was going for I had two ninety million on there, but they that then they beat me. I said, "Damn it!" Yep. If only we got that Warner Media money first, <laughs> yeah. And then we could have. Yeah, it just seems crazy. I mean, like Tomb Raider itself feels like a property that's worth three hundred million dollars. Yeah, that, that's oh. yeah. But I saw that at three hundred million. So, Aaron, that's 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 a steal. <laughs> like, so they really want to get rid the of Embracer them. Group. They, they really, I mean, God. clearly. So good, you know, let them, let them get away from Square Enix. Let Square Enix continue to make money off Final Fantasy 14 or whatever that allows them to Kingdom Hearts 4 continue putting it. You probably wouldn't call Kingdom Hearts 4. It probably calls some subtitle. Kingdom Hearts, the death by birth, <laughs> 265 days of the year over two nights in a fortnight or something. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, probably, Dominic. Yeah, probably announced for like another game, like before the Kingdom Hearts 4. So, oh, but we got this game coming up first. <laughs> what, uh, what, the of course, it's going to be like a phone method. game. It's going to be like a phone game. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, they've already got that one, so I don't know. Do they, they make another phone game? Yeah. The sequel. <laughs> they make a Battle Royale phone game like they did the with Final to Fantasy. That, that whatever it is. About. <sighs> All right, Dominic. Did you see any other news you want to talk about? Nah, I'm good. All right. We got new releases, Dominic, and these two both appear on Game Pass. You have Citizen Sleeper. It's also out on PC, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and Xbox Series consoles. And then we mentioned it earlier, Trek to Yoma, Yomi. Uh, that's out on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. I'm surprised that's not on Switch also, because that does not seem like a particularly demanding game. It's a game that the art style kind of carries it, but then when they zoom into those character models, they don't look particularly great. So you can definitely see that showing up on the Switch at some point. Um, yeah, so that's what we got for new releases. I got um, some um, releases too for uh, big games. We have but you know what? This time, I'm not going to just say the titles. I'm going to read actually some of the descriptions because I think that's funny. Oh boy, here we go. Okay. So this one game called Perseverance. Um, I like the picture they About use up the here. struggle. It makes me think that at first I was thinking like, oh, this must be uh, a gay porn game uh, because I see two men in jail. But it, it's okay. not. Um, here's the story. You, I think actually maybe you play as a woman. It says, be rich or poor. We all have our challenges for lack of status, lack of trust. Building a new life from a dreadful past or lack of compassion and love. How they survive these and other challenges determines how we can persevere through the life we we are handed. How will oh. this different? How will these different lives intertwine? Um, intertwine, I guess. Um, or will they? How will they handle these challenges? This will determine their perseverance. Man, that's a damn awful overview. I don't. This doesn't make me want to play this game. <laughs> no, it actually, speaking, that's I mean, too I generic. I mean, yeah, it's generic, but it also makes it. I mean, if I was a guy who was looking for like a board game, this is ain't a <laughs> good thing to describe it. This is something probably I would like to play. I say, oh, this sounds interesting. I <laughs> see what kind of challenges he's doing here. Conversely, when you play it, it's going to just be like Pound Town. Yeah, exactly. How you persevere through all these dicks coming at you? How you get? Th- <laughs> how you get through them? <laughs> yeah, it looks like you. Yeah, we can play a woman in that game. Um, uh, okay. Here we go. We got a game called um, Space Rescue Code Pink. <laughs> oh no <laughs> all right whoa look at these things okay um it's very cartoony it's very cartoony like it's yeah it says in this game you play as keen a young mechanic that has landed landed his first job on a rescue and relax ship keen's task is simple make repairs wherever needed but every time keen helps out one of his attractive crew members he seems to end up in more and more a dubious situations while exploring the ship, you can gather items, build repair parts, and play various mini games. This will allow you to progress through the storyline, storylines. Let's say story lies, but it's supposed to be lines, um, and get you the girl. Okay, maybe it's like a comedy. Seems it seems like it could be a comedy kind of thing here. Yeah, look at this. The plant needs love. Look at Sophie. She's thick. Um, <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Uh, Chapter 2 is out. 
and Tom Stamps is God. That lady's boobies is really saggy. All right, here we go. Um, the second chapter of the game. You're a college student whose lustful desires have caused you to make horrible mistakes. But lucky for you, your friends has found a way to manipulate Tom. You have the chance to go back and fix some of your mistakes. Will you correct the things in the past to make your life better or will you make it worse? You can make new decisions, follow new paths, try to get everything you desire, or you just might continue to fuck things up. The only good thing is time is on your side. There are no, mm, excuse me, there are so many paths to follow. Will you help them make good decisions? The concept sounds nice, but um, I feel like one of some of these screenshots. Good God. I mean, he just eating a hell out of that girl's ass. Uh, oh, my God. Where are we at, where are we at here? Uh, what is it? The villain simulator. All right. Hi. Villain si- Oh, my goodness. They have, they have a girl that looks like Felicia from Darkstalkers. <laughs> uh, oh, look. Oh, th- I think these are all just characters. I think that's Catwoman, maybe. I don't oh, know. Oh, goodness. And I, that looks like Tifa. Um, from Final Fantasy, it said, "Did you ever watch the old Batman show where he, where him and Robin were always about to die in a trap, and then in the next episode they managed to escape from a horrendous, from a horrendous dead? Okay, like I guess this is foreign people writing this. Um, horrendous death. <laughs> well, no more. I always fantasize with the idea of the villain actually winning. This is about to be. Mm, this is about." Okay, this is about that with the sexual element added to it. Just doesn't look all that great. Um, what so is? It's like a VR game, though, Don. You gotta get in there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got a thing called Sexbot, mm. and can't find a date for the prom? Then order Amazon's Alexa today, or our newest version of Alexa is a super sexy humanoid robot. Ready to follow your every command. Amazon is not responsible for Alexa AI uh, sentience or robo hostility. Follow user manual and set up to ensure obedience in your sexy robot companion. Or don't and see what happens. Play through the science fiction game as a dateless nerd looking for love in all the wrong places. Program your new sex bot to follow your commands or think on her own. Just be careful. Emily doesn't f- find out what you're up to. Who's Emily? I guess that's your sister or something? Or wife? Girlfriend? Well, no, your sex is nerd, so it's gotta be like your It's probably your, your mom. mom. It's probably your mom. Um, yep. With Alexa's or her Emily. <laughs> Alexa's high-tech 3D bio printer. Anything is possible. From new outfits to toys. Okay, I think I put that on my list there to check out. <laughs> Let's see what else we got here. Of course, the Milf Odyssey. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, that's, I remember we talked about this. I want to see what this is. Yeah, it's the one that looks like Star Trek and stuff like that. <laughs> it's great. Here we go. Uh, space, man's final fantasy. These are the sexcapades of the USS Ecstasy. It's standing orders to explore uncharted territory to seek out new sexual adventures, to boldly come where no one has come before. (laughs) Milf Odyssey is inspired by several well-known sci-fi franchises we all grew up with. 
ever wished you could be on an enterprise, step through the Stargate and give um Hector the hard fuck she deserves. Hi. Oh, is that Hawthor? I thought her name was Hawthor. Oh, I guess they can't say her real name. I don't know. Um, or maybe that's how you pronounce it. I thought it was an R, like with it. Um, or maybe you settle for harem of Cy- Cylons. Uh, embark on the USS Ecstasy for an epic adventure to defend Star Command and explore the universe, protect the Federation, and uphold its values by joining the newly created Bobo Interstellar Liaison Force. Other known, other known, <laughs> other well known as Milt. <laughs> Help Captain, oh Captain Kateway, like like uh, <laughs> like Janeway. <laughs> of grow her crew and fix up her ship, and if you're lucky, you might end up becoming the first officer. A position that comes with many benefits. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's another game to be on my list. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm finally living out my Star Wars fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, man. And some of these games have been working on forever, man. Like, I'll be seeing like 2018 they started because they'd be on like chapter 12. I was like, damn. Like, it's funny. Like, these people are probably like, probably like you're like a teenager when you first started. And then you're in your like late 20s still playing. Like, oh, give me for the next episode. Let's say he's been working this game for like 10 years <laughs> all right all right i think i'm done all right I remember so okay i remember to write this, week then, write this game's down i want to download the <laughs> test for science it's for science it's for science <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's for <laughs> content for podcasts <laughs> of course all right thank you guys as always for listening you can check us out on twitter dominic's at dstalworth5 he'll have all his recommendations for those games on there i'm sure uh, <laughs> i'm at soup uh at regulars mb podcast is at superpod s-u-p-a-p-o-d superpod.com is the website you can check us out there it has links to all the places you can find us including youtube where there's a video version it's amazing how all these girls are just shaved i mean everybody's just <laughs> like not even like they look like they all went to like got our brazilian wax i mean god come on it's, it's laser dominant. <laughs> Once they hit 18, they just laser everyone in the world <laughs> in those video games. Um, are the dudes also? Yeah. I'll They're see. just lazy, yeah. Daniel. They don't want to do the hair. <laughs> Some tress effects. Yeah. They want, yeah, they don't want to put the, do the freaking hair mile and shit up there. They don't want, that's too much work. See it bouncing around like Aloy's hair in the <laughs> horizon when she moves around. Uh, all right, so yeah, there's a video version of this podcast. Hopefully, not well, be any of this content. No. <laughs> and of course, you can find us any place you find podcasts, including iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and until next time, guys. We'll talk to you later. All right, see you.